This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Tuesday. It is the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. You can watch live on Facebook. You can also watch live on YouTube. Listen live, treasurestateradio.com soon, hopefully, today. Uh, also on Podbean, Network One Sports, and a whole lot more. Go to jasonwalkershow.com. Uh, we also will be uh, uh, on a new platform coming up very soon, hopefully in the next week or so. If you miss anything from previous shows or today, you can always go to jasonwalkershow.com. And uh, don't forget, tweet us at jwalkersports. You can Facebook us. You can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com as well. Coming up today on this day in history, it's a big one. Uh, also, uh, we have the walk-off as we do each and every day. We're going to talk a little bit about... Um, Hold on, let me go to the... Oh, a zoo in Germany. I want to talk about a zoo in Germany, which is doing some weirdness. And then also uh, Keith Sell will join us. The legendary former assistant coach, head coach, general manager of the Helena Senators. And uh, he will join us coming up here in about uh, 10 minutes or so from his home in Phoenix. And uh, we'll find out how his golf game is. But uh, looking forward to uh, talking to Keith Sell, who I've never met in person, and uh, hopefully I will um, this summer. But great guy, great guy. All right, so we're going to start today with um, another cancellation, and this time it is Utah. In accordance with uh, the governor and the state superintendent's announcement that Utah schools will be closed to in-person learning for the remainder of the year, the Utah High School Activities Association has canceled all remaining spring activities, including sports and state championships. Um, Current policies prohibiting the use of school facilities and organized practice and or team gatherings remain in effect. So Utah now joins Wyoming, Washington, Oregon, as some neighboring states that have uh, canceled sports for the spring. But Montana's still believing in hope. Montana High School Association still has that, you know, keeping hope alive speech going on. So I think this is now half of the states have completely canceled spring sports. But keep hope alive. 
let's see, what else did I see today that I wanted to chat about? Oh, um, locally, statewide, this is um, this is kind of a bummer here. Uh, no volunteers this year for the annual walleye spawn up at Fort Peck because of the COVID-19. Uh, well, it can be completed using only Fish, Wildlife, and Parks uh, staff and no volunteers because of the social distancing guidelines. So that kind of, uh, that's brutal. I've never done it, but I've talked to people that have, and, and it seems pretty cool. So they're going to collect and spawn walleyes uh, this spring. So fewer eggs, though, will probably be collected is what they're saying. And uh, Fish, Wildlife, and Park staff's hoping to get enough eggs to ensure that all uh, rearing ponds at Fort Peck and Miles City uh, are stocked with uh, walleye fry. So kind of a bummer there. We, as uh, this was, was it 10 years ago? 11 years ago. It'll be 11 years in June. Uh, see, my dad and my brother and me and a couple of friends of ours went to Fort Peck for the Fort Peck uh, Northern Pike Tournament. And because of the glare, I can't, I don't remember the name of it exactly. But anyway, we took fourth as a team, which is really cool. We took fourth, and my uh, my pike, 37 and a quarter inch, missed big pike of the tournament by one inch. Story of my life. Uh, always an inch short. Read into that, however. Um, but we still had fun. Took fourth place. The next year we went, and uh, we ended up, uh, not even placing. I think we did. I don't even think we finished the second day. I think there was some, some. Uh, there wasn't some goodness. There wasn't good mojo on the boat that day, on the first day of the tournament. So we just packed up and went home uh, before the second day uh, got going. So, but we finished fourth in 2009. So that was fun at the Fort Peck um, Pike tournament. I had never caught in a pike before. And to this day, it's still the only one I've ever caught. But it's 37 and a quarter inches. And it was just an inch short of big pike of the tournament. But it won us, a, a, won us money, which is nice. Basically paid for our gas for the boat and to get up to Fort Peck. But still a good time. Um, we're having some internet issues, so bear with us. But uh, hopefully that will get cleared up soon. I think we have to take literally everything else off the internet. I think the wife um, has her computer still hooked up and going on the Internet. So we'll just – we're supposed to have this fantastic 5G Internet, whatever it's called. It's supposed to be great Internet, and it's horrendous up here where we live in uh, our home. But we're making it through. We are making it through, and we're having a good time. All right. Uh, nationally, did you see this? Um Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati, announced Tuesday it has discontinued its men's soccer program. And it's likely a thing, a sign of a things to come because uh, collegiate athletic departments are dealing with the financial strain of coronavirus, COVID-19. Can we just call it one thing? It's got the coronavirus. You've got COVID-19, Wuhan virus, and the various sports it offers. 
adding that, uh, quote, during this time of profound challenges and widespread uncertainty, I have engaged in a comprehensive and thorough review of UC sport offerings and long-term budget implications of supporting the number of student-athletes currently at UC based on this review and in consultation with uh, the president and other university leaders. UC Athletics will no longer sponsor a men's soccer program. So they're only cutting, end quote, so they're only cutting one sport. Just one. <laughs> but um, is this a sign of things to come? And is it the beginning of a trend? Are we going to see more of this? The Bearcats men's soccer program dates back to 1973 and has an all-time record of 385, 408, and 84. So they're below 500 overall. Did that play into it? Uh, Old Dominion earlier this month cut its wrestling program. So we've seen two men's sports now cut across the country. Will this have a trickle-down effect and Title Nine. Okay, we're always going to go back to that because men's programs usually get cut, and they blame Title Nine as the excuse. In this case, it's COVID nineteen. But will it come down to Title Nine eventually? Uh, the spread of coronavirus, according to uh, Yahoo Sports, has caused the cancellation, of course, of many winter championships, all spring championships, and college athletics. Uh, in the aftermath, the NCAA has announced it will distribute $225 million among its Division I members in June. That figure was projected initially around $600 million before COVID-19 hit. So... To help offset costs, top officials at the NCAA are taking pay cuts, as are coaches across the country. We saw Washington State coaches take a 5% pay cut. Uh, Aaron Best at Eastern Washington, he started the trend out in the Pacific Northwest. He took a 10% pay cut, and he makes a heck of a lot less than the Washington State coaches. But anyway, uh, we'll see if this has a trickle-down effect and how many more schools will follow suit and start to drop sports. And it's not just postponing or suspending. They're dropping them. Okay? They're dropping sports. And it'll be interesting to see how how far it goes and how much it continues. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, great, great guy, uh, at least on the phone, and by all accounts, from people who know him. I've never met him. Can't wait to the this summer, but Keith Sell will join us. He is the long time, over 40 years he spent with the Helena Senators as a, as a coach or general manager, and he will join us when we return here on the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinners Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinners Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Tuesday here on the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Get on the schedule now for all of your lawn, pest, and tree needs from our good friends at Nitro Green in Helena. Give them a call, 443-5088 or nitrogreenhelena.com or anywhere you have Nitro Green, wherever you listen to the Jason Walker Show or watch which you're doing now on Facebook. Picked some good music the last couple of days. Like it. Yeah. 
Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about a zoo in Germany doing some questionable things. Also, on this day in history is just around the corner and a whole lot more. The, later this week, in fact, uh, tomorrow, we will talk to Chantel McCabe from the Golf Channel. Looking forward to our chat with her. Author Don Wilson will join us on Thursday. And Friday, we will chat with, uh, chat with the legendary, legendary Gil Brandt, former ex-VP of the Dallas Cowboys, along with Tex Schramm, Tom Landry. Man, they built such a powerhouse. And uh, Gil Brandt will join us Friday. And he is sending us some autographed cards from his induction from the Hall of Fame. So we'll give away some of those um, as well. Looking forward to that. All right, so we've got a lot of people waiting for this. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, remember this, I asked you, I said, what do you want to see or who do you want to see on the Jason Walker Show? And we've got some great responses. Some of them have happened. Some of them are still coming. And one of the recommendations was a conversation with Keith Sell. And uh, he spent over 40 years with the Helena Senators as an assistant coach, a head coach, janitor, groundskeeper. The dude did it all. He was the general manager. And he is uh, his name is on the Keith Sell Tournament held every July in, uh, in Helena at uh, Kendrick Legion Field. He is a great, great conversationalist, great baseball guy. And he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show, courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. First off, it is such a pleasure to be chatting with you, Mr. Sell. Um, how's, how's Arizona? Nice and warm. It's about 75 above. And sunshine and no wind. We've got but wind and cold here. <laughs> we're mainly indoors. We can't do a lot. You know, we can, we can still play golf, which we do. And you can still ride your bike around the park we live in and, you know, play cards. Limited. Sure. Limited. Sure. Um, what, how, what's your golf game like to these days? <laughs> you didn't have to ask that. Uh, <laughs> not so great. It's, oh, it's okay. I guess for my age, I'm okay. Having fun. That's my all, wife golfs too, so that's fun. That's uh, exactly what matters the most is just having fun out there, right? Yes, it does. Keith Sell joining yep. us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, so you've been around, or was around, Helena Senator Baseball for a long, long time as an assistant coach and uh, from you know then to GM and, and everything in between. Um, how fun was that, all those years that you worked with the Senators Legion Baseball? How what was it? How fun was it when you worked with the Senators all those years? It was a lot of fun. It was, you know, the very good kids and uh, – uh, all the way up, we, I think we started in about 1962, and I think I finished in about 2005 or somewhere around there. I don't have the dates, so you're just going to have to go put them in yourself. Anyway, yeah, no, it, was, it was fun. We had some great kids. I can't really name over a couple, which I won't name anyway, that give us a little trouble, but the rest were a lot of fun, and, and I've enjoyed seeing them since, you know, since I was done at the Legion. They all seem to know me, and uh, they always call me Mr. Sell, so I guess I got along with them pretty good. What uh, when, you, when you were part of the Legion program, what was the biggest difference then as to now? Well, I think that uh, Dave Tennis built it up quite, you know, quite well. He had three state championship ga- 
championships. But the program at that time, when I first started with the program, we didn't have any professional baseball in Helen. We were the only, we were the only game in town. You know, we had the park to ourselves. There was no idea that professional baseball was ever going to come in. And, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, pretty easy to operate, except you had to have money and we had to raise, we had to raise money for quite some time until it'd be, uh, they got a trust that uh, sort of helped them out. But, uh, uh, it was a lot of work and, but it was enjoyable work, you know. We had to sell ads for the programs, and we had to have we had to have a party every year. We had a big party at at uh, downtown, and all the bartenders and all the uh, musicians donated their time. So we had to raise money that way. But and then we didn't have a bus for the first few years, and then we finally were able to buy a bus, and that made it a lot easier because prior to that time, you were dependent on parents hauling you places. And that didn't work so well sometimes, and most of the time it was okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that bus uh, definitely came in, in in very big. So you started about when Kendrick was less than 30 years old, and what a great ballpark. Um, you know, it's been through a lot, and, you know, there, there hopefully will be some baseball on it this year with the Senators and the Independents and the Reps. But uh, what was Kendrick like back in the 60s? Well, it was old. I wasn't there in the 50s. I didn't get there until 19, um, about 62, but right. I was in Helena f- since about 1960. It was, it was an older ballpark, you know, with the, the fences were, uh, were outside the light poles and it was all wood fence and, uh, the stands were getting old. There was no metal bleachers or anything of that type. We had a concession stand under the bleachers. The one out there in the right field of the, the Brewers helped, well, it wasn't the Brewers, it was the Phillies help build and uh it was just a, it was an older ballpark that was uh and we didn't have a sprinkler system that was tough too you know you had to drag hoses around mm. in order to have water so that was a little bit hard anyway it was it was usable and had good decent lights we put in new lights afterwards it made it very nice because when the pro club came in they they wanted new, good lights they didn't want their guys playing under bad lighting so all the lights were put in, and that made a big difference. Did professional baseball help Legion baseball in Helena? Uh, yeah, I'd say it did. I, I mean, a lot of people, they griped a lot about it coming in. They took the ballpark, and they didn't actually take it. We sort of split it with them. Mm-hmm. But from from a standpoint of being able to use the park when we wanted, no, it didn't. From a standpoint of the park being more well-maintained, Yes, it did. So we had a lot better park to play in after they got there. Uh, they took our crowds. You know, we didn't draw, we didn't draw much after they got there because everybody wants to go watch the big boys play. Sure. But as far, as far as the field being maintained, it was very good. And when I was in there working with the Legion, I got along with them pretty well. There's a couple of guys I didn't. And the pro people helped me out a lot. Whenever I needed some help or some information, they were very good about it. I mean, I had no problem with the coaching staff or any of the players that ever played for the pro clubs. The only problems I ever had was with the people who owned the actual ball club. Mm. But yeah, the pros, I think they helped us some, you know, other than, like I said, they took the crowds and we had to raise money, but other than that, they were okay. So you were around and got to see Ryan Sandberg play when he was coming up. And uh, did you know when he was playing with the Helena Phillies that he was going to be a potential all-star and Hall of Famer? 
Well, yeah, he was, you know, he was, he was a top player out of Spokane in a, in a, one of the top high schools. I don't know which one it was, but yeah, he was a good player, a very good player. Actually, there was two shortstops at that time. I don't know if you knew that. The other one was Julio Franco, mm-hmm. who went on to play in the major leagues till he was about 70 years old, I think. Yeah. But he went to Butte. And, right. and Sandberg stayed in Helena. So, uh, you know, they were both pretty good. Yeah, they definitely were. I mean, there was some some of those days back in the, the, the old pro days here in the state, which are awesome. Keith Sell joining us here, the former Helena Senators uh, coach and general manager. Um, when the Legion teams in the 60s and 70s, you know, it's a lot different landscape than it was then than it is now. Um, travel obviously helped getting the bus, like you said, but... You know, what were the teams like in, in Great Falls and Missoula and, and Bozeman that you had to compete with each and every year? Well, you know, when we first started, you have to realize that Billings was one team. Right. Great Falls was one team. So Billings was tough all the time. You know, they had all those kids, and, and Great Falls was tough at that time, and then they divided into two teams. But there was some, some – um, Billings had a lot of good players in Great Falls and Missoula, and and, and it was all they were all pretty competitive. And it seemed to me at that time, all the all the or not all the but most of the good athletes that played other sports, say football or basketball or track, also played baseball. So you know you were playing against good kids all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when we went on the when we started to go on trips, which must have been about the mid sixties, thereabouts. Well, we ran into some pretty good teams. You know, we went east a couple of times and went to, to North Dakota and South Dakota, Aberdeen and like uh, Bismarck and, and Rapid City. And then a couple of years we went west and we went to, um, we went to Portland, Oregon and we played against a team called the, they were called the Contractors and they were the national champs at that time. And we played them pretty close in, in Portland and they come back and I think the next year they came and we beat them in Helena or maybe it was vice versa. But we played against good teams all the way, you know, all the way through. And those Legion tournaments back in the day, what were they like, state tournaments? The state tournaments were, well, they were sort of dominated by Billings because they only had one team at that time. But then they continued to dominate because they have good kids. You know, they they really believe in baseball. Mm -hmm. But we also had two regional tournaments in Helena. Uh, We had one regional tournament when we belonged to somewhat the same region that we belong to now, which is the Northwest and I think a little part of California. But we were also in another region for one year, or maybe two years, but one year we had a regional tournament in Helena, and the teams came from Phoenix, Arizona, and Albuquerque, and Kansas, and Utah, and uh, let me see, well, Wyoming, Montana, and some other state was there in there too. So they were good. Keith Sell joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline from his uh, home in Arizona. Uh, uh, Legion baseball has just been such a great thing for so many young kids across the country. I played in Bozeman, you know, when I when I was uh, of age. Um, I remember coming to Helena and, and, and playing, and it was just an awesome, you know, sensation to play on a professional field because uh, Bozeman doesn't still did, to this day doesn't have professional baseball down there, but. It was always a treat to come to Helena, and we always liked coming to Helena more than Butte. Was Butte your big rival back then, too? Uh, sort of. Yeah, we, uh, we 
Yeah, Buke was a rival because we could play them a lot. You know, they were mm-hmm. close. True. So we could play them, say, six, seven times a year. And uh, they had good kids and better, I think, at that back at that those days than they've had recently. So they were pretty competitive at that time. Have you always been a fan of the metal bats? Uh, hard to say. You know, we used wood bats for quite a few years. I don't think I ever used a metal bat other than a fungal to hit fly balls. Hmm. But uh, the metal bats made a big difference in the hitting, I think. Sure. You know, it's, uh, you can dig them off the end and they go over the second baseman's head or something. But wood bats, if you hit them off the end of the bat, you broke the bat. Yeah. So it was, uh, they didn't hit them as far. I mean, they hit them as far. But they, the, the batting averages weren't near what I don't think that they are now with the metal bat. So what brought you to Helen yeah. in the first place? Well, I came there with my job. I worked for an outfit called uh, Retail Credit Company at the time, and they, I'm, well, it came from Great. I was in Helena, and I transferred to Great Falls. They transferred me back to Helena on July the twenty seventh, nineteen sixty, and I never left. So it was a job that brought me there. And then I ran into Dick Muffick, and and uh, we played baseball out in East Helena for a couple of years. And he decided, to, or they asked him if he'd take over the Legion, and. So he asked me if I'd help him. So I helped him for, well, 10, 12, 14 years, whatever it was. So did and you, we had a good Did you play plan. in East Helena with, uh, with in the days of Charlie Pride, or was he gone by then? No, no, no. I played with Charlie for about three years. Oh, wow. Yeah, about three years. That's very cool. Yeah, Charlie was, yeah, he was, he was a good guy. I've talked to Kurt Sinnes about him before and uh, here on my show, and he said that, you know, he was a good player. What do you remember about Charlie uh, Pride as a player? He was a good player. He wasn't – at one time, East Helena had some pretty good players, and he wasn't any better than they were at that time. You know, they had – Dick Muffick was a professional player. Terry Screener played professional baseball. And then they brought in about four or five guys that were – that had played for the Missoula – Timberjacks, but they they got cut, and they were like double A AA or triple A baseball players. So that one year they had a really good team, and all of a sudden they had to revert back to the locals. But you still had guys like Terry Screener and Dick Muffick and and Bud Sauter played, and so they were they were good good baseball players. East Helena was loaded with great baseball players, wasn't it? It was. It was for even I. They, all I w- had was hearsay, but some of those guys uh, I just knew who they were, you know, the screeners and and the Kovics and those guys. And yeah, from hearsay, they were very good ball players. A few, a couple played with us, but you know, they were a lot older than us. Keith Sell joining us here, Jason Walker show, the former Helena Senator, coach, and general manager. When you left the Senators after I think what forty some years, do you feel like it was in a you did a better job, or it was in a better place from when you started? Oh, I think definitely. I'm not saying I'm the one that did it, but I'm definitely sure because, you know, when we started, they were they, they played like 25 games. And then when we took it over, we played, we upped it to about 40 games. And then we started taking those, start taking trips. And and that never stopped. You know, they they go to, like to go to Omaha, Minneapolis. Yeah, I think it was left. I think the, the you sort of got into a, a system where everybody started to take trips, and we went to play the good out of state teams. And yeah, it, it became, I think, much better than when we first started. You had a son, Mike Sell, that played uh, under you for f- f- five years and was second base and um, great leadoff hitter. Drafted by my favorite team, the New York Mets. Um, do you wish he would have made it to the pros? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I wish he I wish he had a chance to make it to the pros. Uh, they wanted him to go to college first, and you know, get a little. He was young, and they wanted him to go get a little more experience, and and everything didn't work out as well as it should. You know, he's he got married, and and then they have a couple of kids, a couple of sons of their own, and they were both good athletes. And I, you know, I, I can't say I did I, that. I like to have seen him go to the pros, but I'd like to have seen him have just a maybe a, a chance for a year or two and see what happened. And then, of course, uh, your grandson, Caden uh, Sell, on the, the Senators team, won the Keith Sell tournament, uh, was part of those teams. Uh, was it last year or the year before? So um, that, that's impressive that the, that the name has transferred for all of these years. We're talking six decades now. Yeah, it's gone quite a while. <laughs> From 1960, I'd say 62 about. I think that's when we started. We went to our first tournament in 62, and I think it was in Libby, and we got beat in the finals by Billings. Was it the Scarlets back then or the Royals? No, 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 one team. I don't know what I was – before you called, I was doing my darndest to think of what that one team was called, but I can't, I can't remember what it was called. And it was always post four billings. That's yeah. Uh, Keith Sell joining us uh, here on the Jason Walker show. So by by that when you were playing Billings, Dave McNally was gone by then because he his first year with the pros was sixty two. But you coached against Jeff Ballard. What was he like to watch from the opposing dugout? He was very good. He was an excellent pitcher. The guy that was really impressive at that time was Les Roar. Okay. He he could he was a big guy. He could throw hard, and and uh, Ballard could throw hard, but not like Les Roar. But no, Ballard was impressive, very good. He had uh, when I saw him play, you know, he was a high school kid. And he had he had excellent control for one thing, so he, he didn't walk many batters. And and Billings uh, had good people playing behind him. So, you know, Bolsman had some pretty good teams, if you'll remember too. They had a couple of guys by the name of Ogle that were pretty good baseball players. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bill Ogle and uh, can't remember the other one right now, but yes, they did. Um, Keith Sell joining us here, Jason Walker. Show a few final questions for you. I know you're you probably want to get out back out on the golf course, but uh, when you look at those, I mean, we talked about Jeff Ballard and, and Les Rohr, but and the Ogles, but who were some other ones that across the state that you were just in awe of when you watched play? When we watched him play, uh, well, Jim Tuss was an excellent pitcher for one thing. And then they had another guy out of Butte. His name was uh, Ed Yo. He was a very good pitcher, too. And Larry Odie was very good from Miles City. So those guys were really pretty good. And they had another guy in Kalispell, I can't think of his name, that was drafted and played for the White Sox. Then he lives down here now, and he, he takes part in that big golf tournament they have down here. But he was a good pitcher, too. Um, Billings always had good kids. You know, they they yeah. had this, they had the, they had the uh, Skillies and they they had just had good players. And, and Eddie Bain was an excellent coach, an excellent recruiter, and and uh, they were hard to beat. Boy, that's a name from the past, uh, Ed Bain, because uh, you know there's legends in the state. Uh, you know, yourself being one of them with Legion and 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 Coach Bain as well. I mean, that was there, <laughs> there's not many that did it better than him for a long, long time. No, he sure the heck was good at it. He had some good help. He had a guy named Leo, I think his name was Leo Pertz, was the old pitching coach, and all his pitchers, everyone threw the same way. <laughs> they had the same motion, and they threw the same way, and so they were they were tough to beat. 
What was your favorite part about being a part of Helena Baseball? Actually, to tell you the truth, the kids. The kids were great. I enjoyed being around them. We had some great kids, the Groves and Crebo and uh, Kim Hurley and the Johnsons and Chambers and the kids. They were wonderful. You know, sometimes you had a little outings with the parents, but that's natural. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, the kids were great. And uh, I, like I say, I see them now, and they're very respectful. And they're, they're mostly nice young men. Would you have liked to seen high school baseball uh, become an official sport in Montana? I would. I can't see it why it doesn't, but, I, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. They think it's too cold, but, you know, the girls are playing softball. Yeah, that's true. No, that's very true. Uh, Keith Selk joining us here, Jason Walker Show from Phoenix. Uh, okay, I got to know this. Um, what would you like to see change about the game of baseball? Well, I wouldn't like to see electronic machines calling balls and strikes. That's for darn sure. You don't want that? You know, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think baseball. What What do you call baseball? What What do you What do you? It's runs, hits, and errors. Yep. It's not runs, hits, and no errors. So you know, if umpires make errors, so do players. No, that's absolutely. I completely agree with you, one hundred percent. I don't want to see that either. It's a It's a human game, and to me, it's the that's best. Right. It's the best game out there because every pitch means something. You know, the game could change on the very first pitch if the leadoff guy hits a home run on the first pitch, and that's the only run of the game. You know, to me, every pitch means something in baseball. That's right. You can't and take you know a what play they always off. say? It's, a, it's the greatest game on dirt. I absolutely agree with you. Um, uh, to me, baseball was always the best. You know, growing up, like I said, I got into it in, in the 80s and played all through Legion ball, and, and, and it's just a, a, it was so much fun, the camaraderie. What were those bus trips like with the kids back oh, in the days? They were great. And, you know, Jim Tuss always said, and I don't know if you knew the late Jim Tuss, but mm-hmm. he was an excellent football player and a good basketball He said there was nothing like Legion baseball. He said we played with kids from, from Great Falls Central. We had Helena. We played with kids from from Helena Central. You know, the kids the kids got together on the and when we go on bus trips, they all were one. They were there was we didn't care where they come from and they didn't either. And we had they had a good time and and uh, they were serious. You know, you had to be a little tough with them once in a while because kids are kids. Sure. Uh, but back in the days, I mean, they didn't have the you know the electronics that they do nowadays. They actually had to you know this is where all the the bus stories come playing cards in the back and and all that stuff. Oh back yeah. In the day. Oh yeah, did you, did there was a lot play? of cards. Beg your pardon? Did you let them have fun and play cards? Oh God, yes. <laughs> they, they, had, we had, they built a table on the bus, just oh. especially for the guys to <laughs> guys to play cards. Oh. Heck yes. Did you get back there and yeah. play with them? No, they'd take my money, and I didn't have enough to give away. <laughs> I was raising a family. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic, Keith Sell joining us. Uh, how did you get into baseball? I mean, what brought you to the game? Like I, we've talked about, it's it's my, it's the best game out there. Well, I, I grew up uh, the first 12 years in Canada, and uh, we lived in a little small town, and, you know, the thing, every small town sort of had a baseball team. And when you were a kid growing up, you played baseball at school, or well, softball, I guess, and baseball at school, and then it just sort of, sort of progressed, and everybody, you you played for a town team when you were 17 years old. Mm-hmm. 
So it just it started when I was about probably what eight or ten years old. I had two aunts who wanted me to play catch with them, and from then on, I played baseball. That is awesome. And you know, growing up in Canada, you're supposed to be a hockey player, not a baseball guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But they got a lot of good baseball teams too. Yeah. You know, we find out too when we go to Lethbridge and Medicine Hat and. And, uh, you know, and, and the teams come down from Calgary or wherever they come to Edmonton. They're good players. They're, you know, they're getting better all the time. So yep. we're getting to be better hockey players and they're getting to be better baseball players. <laughs> was it, uh, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? I think, uh, there was a team I played up in a tournament in Scobie. I think they were from Moose Jaw. Uh huh. So yeah. Yeah. They were pretty they good. They came down to Helena. They came to Helena. They played in our tournament one year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Moose Jaw. Uh, speaking of your tournament, it's named after you. Twenty-five years this year. Are you going to be back for it? If we're allowed to? Well, if we're allowed to, we're, we're going to be back. We're going to probably come back the first part of next month. You know, it's hard to come back when it's nice and warm, and you can go golfing and you can ride a bike down here. And, and when we come home, we're going to be quarantined, I guess, for fourteen or fifteen days. And yeah, I'm going to be back for it. You know, and Caden's playing, so. It's I want to watch. I want to watch the Cade play. Yeah, it's a pretty good tournament. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it really until I moved up here in 2013 and started covering it. And it's you talk about some great baseball and just great fun. You know, all day long, just games all day long. And as a baseball fan, what more could you ask for? Yeah, most of them. You know, and most of them are pretty competitive. They they get. They've gone weaker a little bit at times, but I think they're picking it back up again now. And, and, you know, the games are pretty, pretty competitive and really it's a lot of fun for the kids, I think. Yeah. Uh, Dave Tennis did such a great job, as you mentioned. Uh, but uh, what do you think of Coach Burnett and the job he's doing now? He does a great job. He's, he's just carrying on from where Dave Tennis and he put the thing together and then, and, and I'm sure he'll do a good job in the future. You know, he's, he knows what's going on and why he can take care of the kids. And that's, you gotta be, you know, gotta be a little tough with them once in a while. I'm sure you can do that. But uh, Dave was sort of a disciplinarian and, you know, and then uh, it's rubbing off. <laughs> he definitely is. Uh, Keith uh, Sell joining us, Jason Walker show, sir. I appreciate the time. And uh, I, I mean, I could talk baseball with you for the next, you know, two hours, but uh, like I said, you taking your time out of your busy schedule is a pleasure to, for me to chat with you and, and, and I hope to see you in July at your tournament and uh, get that golf going. Cause we can golf when you come up here, I'll take you golfing out at the club. Oh, that's fine. Be glad to go. Yeah. Uh, we'll stay in touch. Um, but uh, look forward to seeing you this summer. Stay safe down there and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you. That was uh, Keith Sell joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a home or a car or a bundle or a combo. It's stuff you work really hard for. Mike Miller understands that. He's here, uh, here to help you give them the protection they deserve. Talk to Mike Miller in Helena, State Farm agent Mike Miller, for your home and auto insurance today. So uh, that was a fun chat with Keith Sell. And uh, I know we're having some uh, Internet issues, but um, we'll post the entire interview up online um, on jasonwalkershow.com at the at the end of our show. So coming up here in about a half hour or 45 minutes or so, you'll you'll be able to get the whole show. But uh, having some Internet issues, but that's okay. So Keith Sell, fantastic, fantastic interview. And seriously, we could have gone on and on and on. I'll have to have him back on the show and talk some more baseball because that was – it's a history lesson. 
and it, it's fun. So keep your uh, suggestions coming in. Uh, who do you want to see? What do you want to see talked about on the Jason Walker Show? And uh, who do you want to hear from? So uh, we'll take some of your suggestions. Don't forget to tweet us. Don't forget to Facebook us. You can email us at any time. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will uh, talk about uh, a German zoo doing some questionable things. And also on this day in history, the walk-off and more of this last segment brought to you by our friends at Rutgers Furniture. Right back, Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Ah, final segment on a Tuesday, Jason Walker Show. Inside the major mortgage man cave. So much fun talking to Keith Sell. Can't wait to see him this summer. Hopefully, we'll get to watch some American Legion baseball this summer. Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Manscaped. You know, free agency's done. There's no live sports going on. Uh, there's some excitement around the NFL draft coming up next week. 
In fact, Gil Brandt will join us Friday to uh, preview the draft. Great family friend, longtime family friend, Gil Brandt. But the draft is about new beginnings, okay? And our sponsors of Manscaped are here to give you a new beginning, and I'm talking about your family jewels, okay? Ball trimmers, precision-engineered tools. Manscaped's the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene, and that 3.0 package is perfect, okay? It's going to come with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof, cordless. It's uh, got that LED light, which is fantastic. And uh, there's also great liquid other formulations to round out your manscaping routine, and I'm talking about stuff like the Crop Preserver, stuff like uh, the Crop Reviver. How about the Hair and Body Wash? How about the Cologne? Yeah, there's a lot of great products. The uh, subscribers, of course, uh, get a new replacement blade, Refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months. And for a limited time, you get not one but two free gifts. Uh, gifts. It includes the Shed Travel Bag and the uh, also the high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. Very comfortable. Uh, this is the perfect pra- uh, package for your franchise quarterback. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping. At manscaped.com, use the code WALKER20. That's W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0. Manscaped is the best when it comes to men's grooving. Get yourself the Dan Marino of trimmers, the lawnmower 3.0. Okay? Manscaped.com. You get the before picture, and you get the after picture. That's what you get with Manscaped. Uh, all right. Check it out, manscaped.com. All right, I want to talk, uh, chat about this. So I saw this story today, and this is coming from the New York Post, so who knows it's the Post. But anyway, uh, this is not a bash Trump story at all, but the coronavirus is sending a zoo in Germany uh, into a feeding frenzy. Listen to this. It's a uh, – where are they at? Um the new mice or new new Munster Zoo. Okay, I don't speak German. The new Munster Zoo, and this is their proposal to stay afloat while closed over the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. They're going to feed the animals to each other. Yeah, I'm pausing. It's a dramatic pause. German Zoo, New Munster Zoo, is going to feed the zoo animals to each other. So this comes about a month after the nation's animal sanctuaries begged uh, the Chancellor Angela Merkel for 100 million euros to help care for the critters amid the uh, social distancing restrictions. Uh, the director of the zoo, Verena Kaspari, says... Uh, or did not list which animals will be slaughtered. However, she says the unpleasant cost-cutting measure might not even be enough to offset their losses. Penguins and seals require an exorbitant amount of fish per day to sustain them. And unlike other businesses, zoos can't go dormant during a pandemic because animals' daily feeding and enclosure maintenance requirements. So uh, predicting that they could lose the zoo $200,000 this spring. So they're they're going to feed the zoo animals to each other. 
Which, you know, I told a wife this, who's a very huge animal supporter. Not PETA material, but she loves animals. She'll eat the heck out of them. But she said, this is like the natural process. I mean, animals eat animals. And if it happens at the zoo, then so be it. But there you go. All right, let's do... (laughs) Let's do on this day in history. It is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Make sure you call ahead and get the uh, to-go order uh, and pick up curbside delivery, all right? Um, And no zoo animals were harmed in the making of any dinners from Motherload, Cafe Zydeco, Dinners Done Right, or Green Meadow Country Club. Today is National Ex-Spouse Day. It is National Reach As High As You Can Day, Look Up At The Sky Day, Dolphin Day, speaking of feeding zoo animals, uh, Gardening Day and National Pecan Day. Now, is it pecan pie or pecan pie? On this date in 1948, uh, Stanley Cup Final, Toronto Maple Leafs go back-to-back. 1955, the Detroit Red Wings win back-to-back titles. 1969, first Major League Baseball game played outside the United States in Olympic Stadium in Montreal, Canada. Uh, This date in 1974, uh, Gary Player won his second of his third Masters. Uh, 1996, Nick Faldo would win his third Masters and his sixth and final major. And uh, happy birthday today, 1941. This is a great baseball birthday day. Pete Rose was born on this date in 1941. Uh, David Justice was born on this date in 1966, as was Hall of Famer Greg Maddox. And then in 1970 on this date, Steve Avery. So the Atlanta Braves and their run in the 90s had three guys all born on the same day and two in the same year. Dave Justice and Greg Maddox in 66, Steve Avery in 1970. Uh, happy birthday to Loretta Lynn, born on this date in 1932 in Butcher Holler, Kentucky. Uh, 1828, the first dictionary published, Noah Webster. Uh, the first crime novel was published on this date, Edgar Allan Poe. Um, Murders in the Rogue? Morgue. Murders in the Morgue, I can read. Uh, let's see. So a couple of bad things happened on this date. In 1865, William Seward was attacked, as was his family, part of the uh, bigger attack on Abraham Lincoln, who the president was shot by, of course, John Wilkes Booth on this date, 1865, Ford's Theater in D.C. Been there, creepy. Uh, on this date in 1902, oh, J.C. Penney started his first store in Kemmerer, Washington, uh, Wyoming, and now Penny's is closing all over. On uh, this date in 1912, the Titanic sank, started sinking at 11.40 p.m. And uh, one death on this date, and I bring this up because I've met the guy and had a lot of great conversations when he was in the Rainbow Retirement Home in Great Falls. Walter Bruning passed away on this date in 2011. He was 114 when he died. And at the time was the world's oldest man. He was born in 1896. And the stories that that man could tell. And I'd go in, so our radio station at the time in Great Falls was in the Rainbow Hotel on the second floor, and I'd go in early just to talk to Walter. And every day, Walter wore a suit and tie. Literally, 
every day. Suit and tie. He'd just sit downstairs. You get to know him. He would tell the greatest stories. I mean, you think about a guy who saw the advent of so much, so much, and he lived in three centuries. I mean, unbelievable. Walter Bruning was an amazing, amazing man. And those who who know who I'm talking about absolutely understand it. All right, let's. Uh, that was the uh, on this day in history brought to you by our friends at the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk off. All right, great conversation today with uh, Keith Sell. Fantastic man. And had a fantastic conversation with him. So much fun. And we could seriously just talk baseball and with him for forever. Uh, we also learned that Utah High School Association canceled its spring sports season and championships. So Montana's one of the few left in the Northwest that still thinks there's hope. Your false hope. But uh, also, what else happened today? Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, canceled its uh, men's soccer program. Didn't just postpone it or um, suspend it. Flat out dropped it. Flat out dropped it. All right, if you missed anything today, it'll be posted up on jasonwalkershow.com here shortly. We'll have the full interview with Keith Sell. I know we had some internet issues today, and uh, hopefully they'll be uh, fixed and rectified by tomorrow, but uh, we still had a great show. And if you missed anything, again, jasonwalkershow.com. Tell McCabe. What are we doing without golf? She'll tell us. Uh, also, author Don Wilson will join us Thursday, and don't forget, Friday afternoon, Gil Brandt will join us as well. Jason Walker Show. Great sponsors. Great people. Support all of our sponsors. We'll see you tomorrow. Chantel McCabe. That's what she said tomorrow on the Jason Walker Show. We'll see you then. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.